0: Welcome to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives, hosted by Rev. Otley Holmes, Senior Pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Mesa, Arizona, where our vision is Touching Hearts and Changing Lives by the Power of His Word, Luke 4, 18 and 19. Our mission is to go ye therefore and teach all nations, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now, please join us in a study of the Word of God.
1: Welcome once again to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives. I'm Pastor Holmes, your host and radio Bible teacher for this time that God has anointed us to be together. I thank God for you once again tuning into this program. I hope this program has been a blessing to you. I'd love to hear from you. Just call me at the church office, 480-844-2687, or drop us a line at the, web's, uh, the church email address, which is sbchurch1011 at questoffice.net. We have been in an in-depth study of the Word of God through the Book of Acts, and I've stated many, many times during the, our walk through Acts how I love the Book of Acts, because the Book of Acts is the barometer that I use to see how well the church is doing, and if we are on track with the Word of God. But before we go into our study, as always, let us begin with the word of prayer. Father, we thank you this day for allowing us once again to study your holy and inspired word. We pray now, O Lord, that your word will go forth. We know your promises. It will not return unto you void. Touch our hearts. Change our lives, Master. Conform us into the image of your Son, Jesus, is our prayer. We ask this all in Jesus' name and for his name's sake. Amen. Well, for those of you who have been tracking along, we're in the 18th chapter in the book of Acts. And we're going to pick this up about the the 8th verse, and then we're just going to continue on. And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians hearing believed and were baptized. Now we find that Paul now again, once again, is, is on a missionary journey, and he's, he's in the Corinthian uh, area, and he's now talking to the people, and some began to believe. Verse 9, Then spake the Lord to Paul in, in the night by a vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee. No man shall sit on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Now, one of the things I love about this text, and this, particularly this, this verse, is many times we Christians sit back and sit quiet and and act as if uh, we can be destroyed or annihilated. And I know sometimes we have to take some hard knocks when we stand up for what's right according to the Word of God. But many times we need to meditate on the promises of God and Understand in our hearts that the promises of God are true. They cannot be changed. They cannot be averted. They cannot be done away with. But if we believe with our heart that we are doing what the Lord would have us to do, that He will protect us through the thick and the thin. And He continued there a year and six months, teaching the Word of God among them. So Paul was there for no short amount of time. He was 18 months. Paul is now preaching and teaching the gospel. Now we got to also remember that. Paul is there to uh, encourage people. Paul had sense fear, terrible fear. Keep in mind how severely he had been persecuted, suffering so much for his precious Lord. Now, look, his life had been threatened. His life had been threatened in Damascus. His life had been threatened again in Jerusalem. He had been persecuted and ran out of Antioch and Pisidia. He had faced possible stoning in Iconium. He had been stoned and left for dead in Lystra. He had been uh, opposed and made center of controversy by the church itself. He had experienced the loss of his closest friend and companion, Barnabas. And he had been beaten with rods and imprisoned in Philippi. He had been cast out of Philippi. His life had been threatened in Thessalonica. He had been forced out of Berea. He had been mocked in Athens. Now, Paul had given up an awful lot uh be able to just withstand this persecution knowing that he was doing the will of the lord and so many of us today need to have that same mindset because and do the times that we live in we are living in some tumultuous times to say the least and it takes the word of god to strengthen us and then the, the the children of god to stand fast and stand firm on the word of god and do what the lord would have us to do amen because the Lord gave Paul a most glorious promise. I am with thee. Let's look at verse 12. And when Galileo had, was the deputy of uh, Archea, the Jews made insurrection with one accord against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat. Saying this fellow persecuted men to uh, persuade, excuse me, persuaded men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, Galileo said unto the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names and of your law, look ye to it for I will be no judge of such matters. So we find now that this, this, this judge, this Galileo, had n- would have nothing to do with these religious folks that wanted to split hairs over what Paul was preaching and teaching. Paul has faithful to the Lord's call. He remained, as we said earlier, for 18 months in the city of Corinth. Uh, and, and so now we find that the Jews were trying to get him done in, if you will, but yet Galileo the, said that he would have nothing to do with this. It says, and he drove them from the judgment seat. In other words, he says, look, I'm not going to put up with this. Y'all have to leave. Then all the Greeks took Sassatines, the chief ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. And Galileo cared for none of those things. Now, isn't it strange that they take a religious leader and turned on him, and because they couldn't get to the Paul, they beat him. My goodness. And Paul, after this, tarried there for a good while, and then took his leave of the brethren, and sailed thence into Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila, having shown his head, for he had had made a vow Now, it's a strange thing about this vow that Paul made. No one knows for sure what that vow was. But we know this much that he kept, as long as he kept that vow, he uh, did not cut his hair. But it got to a point that when the vow was complete, that Paul cut his hair. Now, sometimes we need to understand what really says in Scripture about vows. Vows are, are, are... often ignored and dismissed by believers just as fasting is yet the scripture teaches both let me give you a few scriptures out of the the uh, preacher sermon outline bible if a man vow a vow unto the lord or swear an oath to, to bind his soul with a bond he shall not break his word he shall do according to all that proceeded out of his mouth that's numbers chapter 30 verse 2 deuteronomy 23 verses 21 through 23 states When thou shalt vow a vow unto the Lord thy God, thou shalt not slack to pay it. For the Lord thy God will surely require it of thee, and it would be a sin in thee. But if thou shalt forbear to vow, it shall be no sin in thee. That which is gone out of thy lips, thou shalt keep and perform it. So we see that. There are room in scriptures for vows, and, 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 and you know, the Bible also teaches that your yea be yea and your nay be nay. But when we do vow something to God, then we need to stand firm on the completion of that vow, or like it said in Deuteronomy twenty third chapter, it is sin in our lives. So we see now that in verse 19 it says, And he came to Ephesus and left them there, but he himself entered into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they had desired of him to tarry tarry long time with them, he consented not. So at this point in time, Paul was really not in the city of Ephesus for a long time. But he bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means keep this fast that cometh in Jerusalem, but I will return again uh, unto you if God will. And he sailed from Ephesus. Now, We feel that this might be the day of uh, Pentecost that Paul was getting back to Jerusalem. Verse 22. And when he had landed at Caesarea and gone up and saluted the church, he went down to Antioch. And after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over all the country of uh, Galatia and Pergea in uh, order of strengthening of uh, all the disciples. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. So now Paul makes the journey. He goes back to the main church, and he probably just came in for a few minutes after visiting them in, in Jerusalem. And then he went down to the church at Antioch, and nothing is shared about either one of his visits. So we just can can kind of uh, think that maybe perhaps he just stopped in to see how things were going. But we really don't know the purpose of this visit, or what was stated in his visit, because the Bible doesn't give us any insight. But he was known for going back to the churches that he had started to encourage them. So I just say in my own heart, in my own mind, that perhaps Paul just popped in to give words of encouragement to the elders of those churches. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's go a little further. This man was instructed, now this is, this is Apollo's, In the way of the Lord and being fervent in spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. So here we find a man who was eloquent, well-trained in the scriptures, but he only knew the baptism of John. And Apollos was one of the great servants of the early church. Paul's purpose was always to what? Strengthen disciples in the Lord. So this strong disciple, this eloquent man, this this man mighty in scriptures, and the term eloquent man can mean either learned or eloquent. And perhaps uh, I might suggest that uh, Apollos might have had both of those qualities. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study the show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Again, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So we need to understand it. Well, my brothers and sisters in Christ, by the clock on the wall, it's time for me to once again wind yet another program down. I would just invite you to visit us on the web at www.smbcmesa.org. Or Come by on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. for Bible study, 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings for uh, Sunday school, and 11 a.m. for worship service. Everyone that comes into our sanctuary lends special credence to our worship service, because if you had not been there, our worship service would have been different. Please pray for me as I continue to bring you the Word of God, and I hope this program blesses your heart. May the Lord bless you and keep you tune in again next week. Please encourage somebody else to listen in. I love you all. Take care and may the Lord bless you.
0: Touching Hearts and Changing Lives radio program is an outreach ministry of Shiloh Missionary Church and is hosted by Rev. Otley W. Holmes, Jr., Senior Pastor. Please join us every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. on KXXD 1010. We're located at 56 South Robson Mesa, Arizona, 85210. It's right on the corner of Robson and First Avenue in downtown Mesa. Service times are Wednesday evening prayer meeting, 530 to 7 p.m., and Bible study, 730 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Sunday morning, Sunday school, 9 a.m. Worship service is at 11 a.m. For more information, call 480-844-2687 or email sbchurch1011 at quest.net. Be sure to log on to the website www.smbcmesa.org. This program has been sponsored by the membership of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church.